The Crotchety Old Man Podcast is not a registered investment, legal, or tax advisor, or a broker-dealer. All investment financial opinions expressed by or on the Crotchety Old Man Podcast are from the personal research and experience of the owner of the site and are intended as educational material. Although best efforts are made to ensure that all information is accurate and up-to-date, occasionally unintended errors and misprints may occur. Before you invest or make any investment-based decisions, consider your own personal circumstances. You should do your own research and seek advice from a financial professional. Well, 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 happy Thursday, everyone. Here we are again, another episode of the Crotchety Old Men. I'm your host, Gary Smith, a retired business development and commercial real estate executive. Who joins me in the studio today is George Crumley, a retired investor, and my main man, Paul P.C. Clemens, a retired holistic therapist. Welcome to the studio, gentlemen. Hey, what's going on, brothers? great to be Everything's here. good. Everything's good. Is George here with us? Oh, yeah, I'm here. You know I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm here. Yes, hey, sir. Happy, wow. Thursday. happy Thursday. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, you know what? I'm going to turn it over to you, George, right off the bat, because you can help us decide what we're going to talk about today. Hey, Gary. Thanks a lot, man. But, you know, before I get into um, what we're going to talk about today, I want to just kind of give you uh, some information on uh, uh, golf. You know, we lo- all of us, we love to play golf, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners out there love to play golf. So, you know, I was just thumbing through some information, and I f- ran across this uh, black-owned golf course in uh, Canton, Ohio. A gentleman by the name of William Bill Powell built this thing back in 1946, and then it expanded to an 18-hole golf course in 1978. Eight. And I thought that was very, very interesting. So for our listeners out there, if you're ever in Canton, Ohio, and you love to play golf, might be some nice place to stop by and play a little golf. Absolutely. You know, we got to always encourage and support our own. And so um, definitely um, let's get out there, y'all. Let's go out there, set up some tea times for those of you in the state of Ohio. And even if you're not in the state of Ohio, take your butt over there to Canton, Ohio and play a get round of golf at the Crestview Golf and Country Club. There you go. There, there you go. go. <laughs> so what's hot today? Um, I know we were talking earlier about uh, inflation. I think that's probably the hot topic um, on everybody's mind is uh, everything's going up. Food's going up. You know, everything you turn around. I was reading an article the other day as far as buying a car. Cars are going to go up because of the, the war in Ukraine, and they're not able to get uh certain parts and if you know in building a car if you can't get one part that stops the whole production so this is all types of cars so uh, it's going to be interesting how things uh going to evolve and continue to uh, change from a financial perspective but you know what we're here today is to kind of give solutions as to what we can do uh from a uh, investment perspective and to kind of shield ourselves you know, against inflation in every possible way that we can. And one way, one of the ways you want to do that is obviously have more income. So um, what are your thoughts on that, Gary? Well, income versus if is definitely a... Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, so let me categorize that. That if is in playing them numbers out there, all right? I don't know no millionaires other than ones that hit the lotto, lotto and there's very few of us that hits the lotto, okay? So uh, uh, unless you're doing that, that's if come. But to your point, George, income 
uh, cash flow, as I like to call it, but it's still, you know, as long as it's coming in, it's flowing. And so to that degree, uh, some people are, are limited in their ability to create uh, income uh, other than their jobs. And so uh, I think what we, as we discuss amongst ourselves and all of us have what is known as an LLC, Limited Liability Corporation, uh, that helps to shelter some of that. But from an investment point of view, Paul, as you were saying earlier, is that some of the things that we can invest in, what was uh, the stocks or, or REITs or what have you? Right. Uh, uh, investment in REITs. Uh, when you find that uh, you have a situation where um, the, 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 the economic uh, environment changes, it's, it's, it's incumbent upon us to change the way we flow our money. So when your environment changes to the point where you've got, now we're in an inflation cycle, you know, we need to change our money strategy to where we're putting our money in things, as you mentioned, REITs, for instance, that are paying dividends, eight, nine, 10, 11% dividends. I know we've all discussed the REIT market. And then when you also look at the fact that, you know, since we've dealt with the pandemic and whatnot, specific REITs will yield us uh, specific dividends. And, and I'm primarily talking about medical REITs in particular, uh, because you've got a lot of people who had suffered through the pandemic. And um, those REITs pay some pretty good dividends and REITs overall are doing quite well right now. Hmm. That's interesting. George, when you mentioned about that income piece, you were talking primarily about how to create more income. And so can you expound on that? Definitely. Um, I think one of the things, Gary, we always want to look at is, uh, you know, with the with the way the world is changing, just coming out of this pandemic, a lot of people, you know, have decided that they may not want to work in corporate America anymore. So, yeah, it's fine to to want to invest. And we've talked about investing. We all have a thumbs up to, you know, how to invest. But the, it still comes down to where do I get the cash to invest? So in order to do that, one of the things that's helped me over the years is I've always owned some kind of business, okay? Whether it was my real estate business and owning some rental properties, whether it was uh, me out here selling San Marco art gallery art, or whether it was, uh, you know, my wife doing uh, hair business or, or things like that. But I've always had a business. And so you say, you know, What's the advantage there, George? Well, in keeping my corporate job, you know, obviously Uncle Sam's going to want his slice of the pie every time we get paid. So what do I say? Well, how do I reduce that slice of the pie? I, I reduce that slice of the pie by owning my own, my own business. If you think about it, the tax laws were written and created for businesses, not individuals. So exactly. if you're an individual, especially if you're a single individual and you don't have any assets, no house, no business, you're going to get slammed with taxes, slammed, okay? But if I'm a business, I mean, I can write off anything. Just for example, in my real estate business, if I need a new printer for the house, I can write off the printer. If I need, uh, I can write off my internet service. If I'm working out of my house, I can walk, or walk right off a portion of that. And it goes on and on and on on the write-offs. They're unlimited from a business. And all this is legal, Okay. And I'm sure that, you know, in doing so, what you do is you reduce your taxable income. And once you reduce your taxable income, hey, voila, you get more money back. I love and it. You, 
And, and you know, the other thing is, uh, people think that um, creating your own business and creating an LLC takes a lot of money and takes a lot of time. It only costs $10 to do. And when, and when we go back and look at history, um, when, when segregation was prominent, black folk had to rely on their own and doing their own. You had all kinds of businesses in our community that was making money. You, you had write-offs, but we had to be taught how to write everything off like you were saying, George. But once we figured that out, you had, you had whole communities of folk that were relying upon their own businesses. And it's the same holding true right now. I mean, like you said, George, you've been in, you and I both have been in the um, uh, corporate industry for quite some time and corporations are for corporations. They are not for us. So we have to think in terms of um, organizing like we organized back during the um, uh, um, depression and recession days. Um, we had to rely on our own. So we had taxi cab services. We had bakery shops. We had printing shops. We had dressmakers and king makers and, and some, some all kind of folk doing that. And I think it's, uh, it's incumbent upon us to look at that strategy, you know, as, as we're looking at some um, difficult days. You know, gentlemen, what it sounds like to me is that it's opportunity time. Um, what I mean by that. It's exactly it's an opportunity for us to get back to the basics of being self-sufficient, uh, self-employed, and self-determination. What I mean by all that? With the pandemic, and there was a saying that goes that, you know, never let a crisis go to waste. I forgot who <laughs> made that quote or what have you, but it's so true. <laughs> Look at all the, there's been so many millionaires and so much money have been made in these last 24 months during this pandemic. I mean, before the pandemic, wasn't nobody wearing masks, so who wasn't nobody making them other than for the hospitals? Just masks alone. You see how many different variations of masks that are, mass manufacturers and sellers, just that one item alone. Number two is that because of the, uh, the job shortages and the uh, um, political uh, situations of uh, requiring mandates for people to stay at home and you can't go to work. So now, rather than seeing that as a negative, I see it as a positive because to George's point, a lot of people are working virtually from home. True. So you're working virtually from home and hopefully everybody took some notes on when George was talking about setting up an LLC where you're able to deduct those expenses. And it's certainly it's legal. We're not going to ever say anything on this podcast that's illegal. Okay. So any information that we impart to you all, it's definitely legal. Google it, look it up yourself. But what we want to encourage you to do is this. Reassess. Look at your apartment, your home, or whatever area that you're working out of. And you're using that electricity. You're using the air conditioner, gas, what have you. Certain portions of those expenses also are deductible. So it's not about how much money you receive, it's how you receive it. And so to that end, you know, we used to call it back in the street, everybody got to hustle. Well, it's the same thing, okay? Uh, hustling is not a neg negative thing. They're, but, you know, a person that may have their corporate job can cook the heck out of us some doggone peach cobbler. There's a lot of families and stuff that supply drug, I mean, uh, restaurants with baked goods. They cook them out of their home. 
and that's just one. And so I know you all out there, you have your own little hustles, as I like to call them, side businesses, whatever you want to call it. But make sure you set up a limited liability corporation or LLC, whereas that that's pass through income where you can take off or write off your deductions. And let's talk let's talk a little bit about how to do that. How, how do you set up for our listeners out there? How do you set up an LLC? George? Well, oh, George, you want me or you want me to take that? Yeah, go ahead, Gary. Gary, go ahead and take that. It's real simple. Whatever state you're in, uh, you Google it, uh, setting up an LLC. Some states have a $10. Michigan, uh, theirs is $25 or $50, I think, to start. So you look at your state or your locale, and um, you can find out. But it's minuscule. I mean, it's, heck, I don't smoke cigarettes, but heck, I understand carton of cigarettes costs a whole heck of a lot of money nowadays. So, you know, hey, it's probably couldn't, uh, less than a carton of cigarettes, put it that way. But it's not the cost that's important. It's the value. Right. And so when you set it up, okay, and it's going to ask you about whether you're a sole proprietor or you have uh, uh, other members, I'm going to encourage you to select the members because what are some of those other members in there? It could be your family members. Whether or not they have an active role in your company or not, it doesn't matter. It's just for the sake of setting it up. You set it up for as that if you do get other members, could be other members being other investors in your business. Other people, as a matter of fact, you can pass on an LLC to your children's 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 children. One day we all know that we as individuals are going to die, but companies never die. Keep that in mind. So that's something that you can pass on. And so if the members are already a part of that LLC, then they, they, they have maturity in that company. And as that company builds or grows, it can also have other LLCs. And that's something that we'll probably have on another segment. Uh, I don't want to go into too much detail here, but uh, hey, it, it, there's some things that we can do that can position ourselves to not be taken under by anything that comes our way. We should always position ourselves where we're able to handle a pandemic, a recession, any of that stuff, because all of those are cycles of life. Now, what you mentioned the difference between a um a, a sole proprietorship versus um, having other mm-hmm. members. Is, is is there a big difference in that? Or is there an advantage of having one set up versus the other? Absolutely. Hey, the sole proprietor, you're going to be taxed at the highest possible tax rate. So it makes no difference if you got an LLC and you're sole proprietor. And they changed this law. And see, here's something else. See, the laws change all the time. It used to be as a sole proprietor, you get an LLC and it's treated as a limited liability company. And it protects you from all the other stuff. Now, it does protect you from liability. Okay, because that's just the word, limited liability. And what's the limited in it? The amount of money that you've invested in. Okay, you can only lose what you put in the company. Once the, if, if, a company, if somebody wants to sue your company, LLC, then your personal assets are protected. Under the sole proprietor piece, I'm not so sure that's the case. Whereas if you have members, Let's say, for instance, the three of us, we form an LLC, the Crotchety Old Men LLC. If anybody decides to sue us, well, they can sue the Crotchety Old Men LLC, but us individually, none of our assets are at risk. And that's the beauty of having a limited liability corporation. That's just one of the benefits. The other one, of course, is the taxation. And as we all know, the tax code is written for, by, and for the benefit of the wealthy. 
those who have businesses. It is not, they never did write those codes for people who go to work or, or, or the poor. So keep that in mind. So I, I encourage you. Naturally, we're going to share as much information as we can to, to enlighten you about it. But the key to success, as we always say, is what? Keep educating yourself. So I encourage you, look up that tax code. And I'm not saying you're going to read the whole tax code, but it's two points that you really, really want to know about is how you get your money and how it's taxed. Yeah, it's always the practical approach. Um, we're not encouraging anybody to go out there and quit your job and, and, and start a business. And just actually contrary to that, we're basically saying in 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 addition to your job, you should have a, a business going. Because keep in mind, it's not how much money you make. It's what you do with do what with you make. Money. OK. Right. And if you go ahead and start a business, a lot of a lot of us have hobbies. OK. So figure out how to take that hobby and turn it into a business form you an LLC, and then you're able to take advantage of these tax write-offs, and you'll see more money coming in uh, from that paycheck uh, because you've now reduced your tax liability. And that's the whole key, is working smarter, allowing your money to work for you. Because then once you have that additional money, you'll see a lot of things change. You'll be able to to uh, invest in some of these REITs and some of the other things that we're talking about. But it's all about how do I get more money back, and this is a key to doing that. Hey, and like, and if and if you like what you're hearing here, remember subscribe to us. We're on uh, iHeartRadio, Google, and Spotify. So make sure you tune in. You you hit that 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 like button. You hit that uh, subscribe button. You listen to us every Thursday. Where we're going to be bringing you all these uh, nuggets of information. We're talking about opportunities. And we're going to expose you to different things, and we're going to educate you as much as possible. So hopefully, this stuff has been good to you. Gary Paul, what you got to end with us today? I have a I have an anecdote here that I thought was pretty interesting and is certainly apropos for today's topic. And it's taken from um um Chinwa Atchibi, which happens to be one of my favorite African authors. And Chinwa Atchibi says, when a rich man is sick, a poor man will pay him a visit to say sorry and wish him a speedy recovery. When a poor man is sick, he waits to recover, then goes to tell that rich man that he has been sick. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. All right. Well, look here. As, the, as always, it's been a pleasure being here on Thirsty Thursday, where we try to quench your thirst with information, inspiration, and knowledge. Make sure you stay tuned to us for next week's episode of The Crotchety Old Man. You and don't I want to drink. Make- I will drink to that. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Peace.